What's up, guys, and welcome back to the Impact Defense Podcast. This is episode 107. Wow. Yeah. Well, in this episode, we are actually going to be joined by Tim from Corner Hills Farms. We love Tim. Yeah. Hi, we'll, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see him in just a moment. So when Tim comes on, we're going to be talking about the problems with open carry, and we have lots of problems with open carry, but we'll get into that in the meat of the podcast. I'm sure we'll get him well fired up. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's always kind of fun. To, oh, just not kind of. He's always fun. Yeah. I always enjoy Tim. Oh, hey, before we do that, um, yeah. how is Magic Mind going? Okay, so I have now been on it for a little longer, and I'm, I'm serious. The, the benefits continue. I, one thing I was afraid of was that I would start to not work as well. After a while, uh, some of the other things that I've tried in the past, it has kind of diminished over time. With me and my like ADD and problems with structuring things in my head, it has continued to help. So I tried it a little bit before, and then I was off of it. And I could tell the difference immediately. I got off of it. And then a little bit before last podcast, I'd started it again. It has just continued to work really, really well. So as I continue to use it, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing like how much better things are going to feel. I've not had any diminished results yet so far. So since I've been taking it, it's definitely made me more productive and more focused, and just helped me concentrate a lot faster. Because you know, you know me, you know me very well, and usually in the mornings I don't do well until I've had two to ten cups of coffee. And, <laughs> So, somewhere in that number yeah somewhere in there usually i start to come alive well you know now it's not taking anything like that anymore that's you know with that that matcha and the ashwagandha and everything because and honestly that I, I think i feel a difference as well with i'm not getting as stressed out you know the ashwagandha i feel like it really is kind of helping in that level as well i'm really really happy uh with it and i, I still stand behind that and still I uh, would recommend that to others. And again, if you are interested in it, just go over to magicmind.co slash defense and be sure to use the coupon code DEFENSE20 and that will get you 40% off of a subscription or 20% off of any kind of one-time purchase. Obviously, I, I honestly do recommend that subscription because I think that's what's going to, that's, that's definitely going to keep going for me. So the best part about the whole thing is they actually have a money-back guarantee, and I don't think I've even mentioned that before. But to be honest with you, I don't think you would use it either because I don't think you need the money-back guarantee. This stuff has been like really, really good and probably the best stuff. No, not probably. It's definitely the best stuff that I've ever tried uh, to help me and my I mean, you've definitely kept up with it longer. <laughs> I think the only thing you've done longer is coffee, and you know, it, I don't think that counts. Yeah, well, coffee is enjoyment and necessity most of the time, but this has actually made it a lot less of a necessity. So again, that's magicmind.co slash defense and use the coupon code DEFENSE20 to get you 20% off of anything, a one-time purchase or 40% off of a subscription. All right, guys, we are back with Tim from Cornered Hill Firearms Training. Uh, he's my firearms instructor. He's both of these ladies' firearms instructor. And uh, Tim, for those that have not heard the episodes that you have been on in the past, you've been on, this is your fourth now, I think? It is my fourth, yes. Okay. Then uh, tell, if you don't mind, tell a little bit about yourself. 
Sure. So I uh, spent 23 years in the Navy. I was a, a small arms instructor, uh, range master. So I got to do a lot of cool things and we'll just kind of cut it with that. I'm very, very, very good at what I do. Not going to brag, but that's just a fact. And um, I'm an NRA training counselor. I'm also a USCCA instructor. And hopefully I will get the uh, uh, invite to the USCCA training counselor in April. We'll see how that runs. Yeah. That's, I'm really kind of shooting for that and looking forward to that. So hopefully I'll get that. Yeah, yeah. Good, uh, it's, it's, it's good stuff. Um, it is. We, yeah. teach, uh, we, we teach shotgun, rifle, pistol, personal protection series. Uh, we teach uh, reloading classes. We, if it's firearms related, pretty much anything but muzzle loading. We don't teach muzzle loading. Uh, but we'll get into that in another podcast. Um, yeah. I think we're, I think we're going to talk. No, we're going to talk about that maybe another. Yeah, another podcast. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we're definitely going to have you back on soon. We've already kind of discussed some topics that we're going to be working on so and through. So, all right. But today, I hear all the time, and I'm sure you you teach concealed carry, so I'm sure you do too. From some people that go, oh, I got to do a whole day's worth of class to to be a to have concealed carry. I think I'll just open carry. Uh huh. <laughs> so what i thought we could do is kind of talk about maybe some of the problems with open carry uh because i seem to have this discussion all the time and i think it would be pretty nice just to be able to say hey let's just listen to this podcast here with myself and these two ladies and then a firearms instructor and expert friend of ours sure so uh, let me preface all of this by saying this no, the things that I'm about to say is not so I can make more money from you taking my concealed carry class. Exactly. Truthfully, I could give a crap whether you take my concealed carry class or not. I make plenty of money doing all the other things that I do. Concealed carry is the least of what I do. So <laughs> uh, I don't give a crap if you come take a concealed carry class with me. So th there you have it. So just put that out of your head as far as, well, you just want more money. No, I don't. I don't care. Okay, that kind of quieted everybody down. Oh no, 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 I thought I thought you were going into something else. So I was just no, no, no. My rant's done. No, okay. my rant's done. <laughs> I, right. I just wanted that out right up front. I agree in the fact. Now, you know, if if you don't want to go to your concealed carry class with them, you can definitely come and do it with us. We don't mind taking your money to do that. Yeah, but, go ahead and put your info out. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but I I will say. I just think as a concept, concealed carry is so much better than open carry. It is. For a plethora of reasons. A cornucopia, if you will. Yeah. Hey, there we go. Uh, Maybe we should like <clears throat> talk about some of the ways that we've seen people open carry <laughs> and then get into the problems uh, of them later. <laughs> okay. So I wish I was at the shop this morning because I have my still in the package that I use it as an example, my concealed carry permit holder badge. Oh, and we could talk all about that, but okay, go ahead. <laughs> Number one, okay, the normal Pepsi sponsor of champions. <laughs> Tim's still trying to get a uh, Pepsi sponsorship. If you hadn't heard that in the other episodes, you can go back any episode, basically any episode with Tim we've had. He's still shooting for his Pepsi sponsorship. Pepsi sponsorship, or you know what? He would just be happy with a lifetime supply of Pepsi if you just wanted to drop that, you know. Yeah, and I will have it in every, everything I do online. It'll be in there. <laughs> it's not right. every class I teach. <laughs> it is in every class you teach. I've definitely seen that. <laughs> so, so, go ahead. Problems with open carry. So, anyway, anyway, let's say a basic open carry holster. 
Yes. Uh, a, a good quality, basic open carry holster. Let's start there and we can work ourselves down. The best possible scenario for open carry is going to be, you know, some type of serious retention that is going to make it very hard for someone else to come and take your gun. So what's the problem with that, though, Brian? If it's hard for someone else to take your gun, it's also going to be more difficult for you to access that gun and get it out when you need exactly. it. Exactly. And unless you really, really train doing this stuff under pressure, which so many people don't. Especially someone who's not willing to come for an eight-hour course to get a concealed carry permit. Yep. How much training are you actually doing to get that gun out under stress? I don't know if I've told this before on the podcast, but one of the trainings that we do is... Um, and we were doing, actually, before we were NRA instructors, one of the trainers trainings that we've done is uh, like getting to your gun under pressure. So it's four people with concealed carry already that's trying to get to their gun under pressure. And there was a guy there who had a concealed carry appendix rig, but it had a retention, an extra level of retention on it. So he couldn't just grab it and pull it out. My brother. So what, go ahead. Go ahead. And then I want to ask you a question. Okay. Uh, what we were talking about and trying to work on was cutting that 21 foot rule, you know, the, uh, the tooler drill. We started at 30 feet away. I gave my brother a padded knife and I said, here, I know this is a guy who shoots all the time. So it's not somebody who is just like completely brand new to shooting. Mm -hmm. He shoots all the time. My brother started 30 feet away from him with a padded knife. And I just told him, I said, at some point in time, he's going to just take off. And he took off. And the guy's trying to get his gun out and could not get his gun out, could not get his gun out and could not get his gun out. And then 30 feet just barely got his gun out before my brother stabbed him. So you ran the tooler drill and gave him another 50% distance just because. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Cause that's, that's where we started. It was like, okay, here's how we're going to do it. We're going to start at 30 feet and then we're going to work our way in. So that extra level of retention under that stress, something that he has done many, many times under the stress of someone coming at him with a padded knife. He couldn't hardly get the gun out in right. 30 feet away. It, 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 so the tooler drill is designed for 21 feet, right? Because that is typically the standard. Right. Uh, you're, you're, you're just not going to do it. You're not. Even mm -hmm. a well-trained person, uh, that, that person's going to be on top of you, even if you're well-trained. Yep. Before, and that's from concealment. I get that. And we're talking about open carry. So go ahead. Yeah, but I mean. But the problem was that his particular holster had an extra level of retention. That yeah. was his problem. <clears throat> he immediately went out and got a new holster. Cause it, and I told him, I said, if you're going to concealed carry, you don't need an extra level of retention as well. No one should know you have that holster. So my, oh God, that, see, when, I don't want to ask you what holster because I don't want to get into legal issues. There's a particular brand I'm thinking about off the top of my head, and I'm thinking if that person's carrying appendix and they're using that brand holster, they are just waiting to kill themselves. Yeah. So, you know, because, you know, do they carry tourniquets with them? They better if they're yeah. carrying the holster that I'm thinking. So go ahead. Well, you know, it's just the fact that even if you carry open carry on your side, it's going to have that extra level of retention. You're going to have a hard time under pressure beating that pressure. retention. And that's, that's one problem right there. If it's going to have enough retention on it to keep someone else from getting it and taking it away from you, then it's going to have a hard time or you're going to have a hard time defeating that retention under pressure. Uh, that's first off, not even to mention, like there is a certain amount of like psychological thing that everybody else, when you're going through with a gun on your side and very open and out there, there are some people that are just scared just to see you. That's a fact. And depending what state you're in, that's going to cause some legal issues, right? Yeah. 
So for me, you- I do get nervous around people who are open carrying that are not law enforcement officers, but that's just because I know they don't have an extra level of training. Like you can usually tell that they don't. Yeah. So for me, it's like, oh, I don't know if I want that person to have a firearm in the first place if all they're doing is open carrying. Yeah. So in our state, uh, we're in North Carolina, and in our state, there is statute law and there is common law. Well, you can open carry in this state, but there is a common law known as going armed to the terror of the people. Right. So it says it's illegal to go about the highways and byways of North Carolina in such a manner to cause terror to the to the you know people of North Carolina. That's that's kind of paraphrased, but that's what it says in a nutshell. Right. So the problem is anybody that sees your gun can call and say that you have terrorized them, and, and then you know you're explaining yourself to the cops. And typically, this goes one of two ways. Typically, the cop will come out and he'll say. Hey, what's going on? We had a call. We had a complaint. You know, you'll just hopefully you will respond respectfully. Right. Say, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just open carrying within the you know realm of, of the law. And but then I, I have found that a lot of people who open carry and I know I'm going to get a lot of blowback. So I don't give a crap. So don't bother typing it because I don't care. <laughs> a lot of people that open carry just want to open carry to throw it in your face that they can open carry. Exactly. They, they just have that attitude, you know. Yep. And that, that's not everyone. But there are a lot of people that, that open carry that have that. Yep. And so when the cop shows up with them, typically what happens is, you know, you'll start hearing a ruckus and you'll, you know, well, get away from me, you jackbooted thug. I'm just, you know, exercising my rights and blah, 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 blah. And then before you know it, you're into an argument. And next thing you know, the taser's out and the open carry guy is no longer the master of his own bladder. So right. typically it runs one of two ways. That, I mean, that And that's the best of situations. Yeah. That, that is the best of circumstances. You have a really good holster that someone else cannot come up and take it away, you know, take the gun away from you. So now if you have like a regular holster with maybe just a level one retention or something like that on there, you know, then what you become is a holster for any criminal that's around. I can't really, I can't count how many videos now I have seen where someone is open carrying someone somewhere and a criminal just comes up behind them, grabs the gun, rips it out of the holster, and then runs off with it or shoots someone. Okay. I just saw a video the other day of a guy running up, just ripping the gun out of someone's holster, getting to the door of a gas station and holding it at him, daring at him, daring him to come and try and take it back. And the guy's just standing there like, oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 And so, I'm just, that's part of the, that's, that's the exact kind of thing that makes me nervous to be around people open carrying. Yeah. Because I don't want to be around if something goes to crap there. Yeah. And so, okay, I'll say this before I, before I move further down, but I've got a friend and you know who you are and I've told you to stop it. Um, <laughs> it's not any of you guys, but this friend of mine, he will see somebody open carrying and kind of like follow them around a little bit, not conspicuously. And when their attention is diverted, he'll take his finger and like tap the back of their gun and just, you know, he'll be in the line in the store and start tapping the back of their gun. And, and he tells me all the time, Tim, they're just so oblivious. They don't even know I'm doing it. And yeah, <laughs> yeah but oh. so you're going to get shot. Okay. So yeah. stop doing that. So I'm not going to lie. That is, that's been tempting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that and thought, you know, don't do it. 
No, I would. I wouldn't dare because again, like you said, I would be afraid I would get shot. It's never been tempting to me, <laughs> but walking up and advertising a concealed carry class and dropping some knowledge about the dangers of open carrying has because I was in Walmart, like, and um, you know that's first mistake, right? Is going to Walmart. Nothing um, good ever happens in a Walmart parking lot. <clears throat> Yeah, well, this was inside of the store, and a dude is there with his family, like his wife and his kid, you know, is in the stroller, and he's open carrying, but he's oh, open carrying okay, on his waist at the back. Like, what is the problem with that? Open carrying in Walmart? Uh, Walmart, uh, they have a policy. If anybody complains, they can throw, they'll throw you out. But no, it's not their policy. If anybody complains. Their policy is do not open carry in our stores. Well, yeah, okay. I guess I'm talking about the one in, and I I realize that's the national policy, but it's not enforced the same in every single one of them. And I know the one here in in our area, they don't care. But if anyone complains, they throw you out of the store because technically speaking, it is against the store policy. But because they have that store policy, that makes it illegal for you to carry it. You can be arrested for carrying Walmart openly. Go ahead, Jade. I'm sorry. You're good. Um, but like he's there with his family and his gun is on his back and he has both hands leaned over the cart, like writing something on a thing. His gun is like poking out of the back. I was just going, oh my gosh. It would be a split second before someone took that, you know? Oh gosh. (laughs) It was I was just sitting there going, Oh, don't go up there. Don't go, don't go over there. (laughs) It took everything in me not to just walk up and be like, look. That's stupid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but then you don't want to go up there and start antagonizing people, you know, who are carrying a gun openly, right? Yeah, so, exactly. No, I, yeah. I get, I, I get it. What is let's do what is the biggest issue with open carry? What's the number one a number one problem with it? The a number I don't know because there's so many problems. The A number one problem to me, and this is how I teach it when I'm talking to my classes, when you're open carrying, you are primary target. Oh, yeah, now I was, that's something target. I was definitely going to get to as well. Okay, well then I won't say it. Go ahead. No, 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 you're fine. Uh, I was just kind of, that was going to be kind of the wrap up, but it's the truth. Um, oh, you, sorry. You, know, <laughs> you just killed the entire wrap up, Tim. <laughs> I suck. Let's, let's just call this one and do a different one. <laughs> The biggest problem with open carry is just that you become a greater target for whatever that may be that's nearby. Statistically, uh, it shows that if uh, somebody comes in with real violent, serious intentions, uh, they shoot security guards first and then anybody open carrying second. And then they start shooting general people. And security guards, if they're armed, you know, a lot of security guards are armed, right? Right, right, right. Hey, that coffee looks good. What kind of coffee you got there? Oh, that is blackout coffee, Tim. Tell me about it. Yeah, blackoutcoffee.com. You can use the coupon code Impact Defense will get you 10% off. Thank you for the extra plug there. Oh, that sounds really cool. It okay. is. It is really good. We've become pretty addicted. We found out that like this like small batch, really nice coffee is really actually a whole lot better than like what you'd normally buy at a grocery store. Do they do K cups? They do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. Okay. All right. Just remember, Tim, Impact Defense gets you 10% off. I will remember that. <laughs> Coffee.com? Blackoutcoffee.com, yeah. I will remember that. Thank you, Tim. That was very nice. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think then it falls down to people that I have seen that would just shove a gun directly in their pocket. 
with no oh. holster, no nothing. It's just kind of sitting out of their pocket. And, hey, it's open carry. I so, so is that open carry? Except for I don't know. Of that, they say it. Instead of shoving it in their pocket, I saw one the other day. Once again at Walmart, <laughs> he just had like a nine eleven tucked in his pants. Nineteen eleven. Yeah, nineteen eleven. Oh gosh, I say nine eleven. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those days. I got you. Yeah. He just had a 1911 tucked in his pants, and I was just like, oh, my God. That scares me more than anything, because if that thing is, if if the safety's not on and there's round in the chamber of a 1911, I hear more people that hit a 1911 and it goes off than any other type of pistol. And I know I will probably get some hate for saying that one, but it's the All truth. Sorry. Here, since it's your podcast, I'll just say it. I hate 1911s. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We've said we hate 1911s as well. And, yeah. um I, you know, I, I tell my students too, and they're like, oh, and they just go nuts, but I, I don't give a crap. They, know? they, I will tell you, I will, you know, say the truth. They shoot wonderfully, but I hate them as a defensive pistol. Oh, because, they're good guns. They're sturdy guns. I just, I don't like the feel of them. That's, yeah. That's why I say I hate them. I just, I don't like the feel of them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I shoot, there's even, um, there's even a model of Sig Sauer that I just despise, but they stopped making it. And probably because it was cr- crap. <laughs> I, I, see, I choked on that word when I'm talking about a six hour, but <laughs> but it was not a good gun. Oh, oh! So I just want to let you know, Tim. I think I finally succumbed to the pressure, and I have switched no, over. Definitely succumbed to the pressure. I, I have switched over to Sigs. Which so, one do you have, or what? Uh, the X Macro, the okay. P365 X Macro. Yep. That's the one that got me to. Well, actually. I had been carrying because we got it to review the the P365 SAS, and I know yeah. we had talked about it before. Yep. We got it to review, and I'd been carrying that one around for a while. I, it got to the point where I was shooting that better than an, another a couple others that I had that I never thought would happen because the first time I shot the P365, I was like, oh, the mm-hmm. thing's too tiny. It doesn't shoot good. I don't like it, blah, blah, blah. Jada thought it was the greatest thing in the world, but I started carrying it for the review, and I started shooting it a little bit more for a review. And we were doing, we were doing some video. I don't remember what it was, but I pulled that P365 up and I put five rounds on target really fast. Mm-hmm. And then I pulled up and I probably shouldn't say it, but it was a, it was a video that did really well for us on YouTube. I just didn't have this part in there. Uh, it was the, the CR920. Uh, it's mm-hmm. a little Glock 43 uh, yep. clone, but that actually holds like 10 rounds. I put five rounds through that really fast and I missed two of the five. Wow. And I was like, oh, holy crap. That never happens. Right. right. <laughs> My gun of choice that I'm carrying right now, and I know it's a little bit big for most people, but you know, I love it, is the uh, M18. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I know the last time uh, that you and I were shooting together was actually in that USCCA thing, and you had you had just bought that M18. Yep. And I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. But I love my, and, and the thing with that is people ask me, well, you know, that's a little big to carry. I say, yeah, it's a little big, but, you know, I'm a big boy, so I can I can hide it. Well, yeah, right? big guys can carry big guns, you know. Yeah, and so, but I, I always tell them, I say, but I will not be outgunned on the street because, you yeah. know, I, I carry this 17-round mag in the chamber, so mm-hmm. I keep one in, the, in one in the chamber, and then I got 17 rounds. And then it comes also with two 21-round mags that I had extra pouches made, so I'm wearing them on my belt. I'm packing 60 rounds when I'm out on the street. <laughs> not going to be outgunned out there yeah yeah so i got please that try, um please don't try and pick a fight with me out there <laughs> well if i picked a fight with you it'd be a very very close distance anyway but uh you know we're two good friends i'm not gonna i'm not gonna pick a fight with you anyway but yeah no, i, I made 
I'm just talking about the knucklehead out there. That's yeah, all. I, know, I know. I'm just messing. Uh, but yeah, that's what I loved about the X macro is the fact that it has 17 rounds. And that was that point was like, I got to get one. And when I got one, I was like, I'm completely and totally sold because that is a smaller gun. It's about the size of a Glock 19, but actually it's a little smaller, slightly smaller than the Glock 19. Actually, it's closer to the 43X or the 48, something like that. And it holds 17 rounds. It blows me away. Yeah, I guess we kind of need to wrap this one up. So or we need to get back on topic. <laughs> well, you know, I think we've hit most of the problems. You know, you're so, uh, you know, really quick. Well, we've generalized most of the problems. We have generalized most of the problems. So I, th- I think a lot of it is the fact that the problem is every time we get uh, friends on, we, we go into rabbit trails and everything else. But anyway. Um, we're going to do that with me, that's for sure. <laughs> So the, the problem is if you're going to carry it in a really, really crappy way, like shove it in your pocket, anybody can get it at any time. No problems. Uh, and plus you're going to fumble around and you might shoot yourself with it. So if you have it in a decent holster, well, if with, you've got it in a pocket, you've, you, you, you're probably also someone that carries chapstick in your pocket. So, so if you making fun of those people, so it sounds like you are, <laughs> are you uh, mocking me? <laughs> do you carry your gun in your pocket? Yeah, no. 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 <laughs> so if you have a decent holster with a low level of retention, you know, you're a target. We've already discussed that one. You're going to be a target for somebody with real violent intentions. And yeah, you may actually deter someone who is just going to like mug somebody. But if somebody comes in with real violent intentions, you're going to be the first target. Yeah, you are. Uh, sure. And then they're going to think twice about punching you in the face yeah. if they don't want to. But if they come in with prepared to shoot you, like they're the going to old- shoot you. It's not going to be like the old West where, you know, you walk off and say uh, at six paces. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm going to walk behind you, put a bullet in the back of your head and then take your gun. Now I got two guns to kill people with. Yeah, exactly. You're never even going to know what happened. And then, and then you're a holster for anybody else because, you know, you have criminals that just look to steal a gun and, you know, they're going to steal your gun and they're going to take it. Uh, and then you have, like, if you have something with really, really good retention and you're stopping that, you're still a target. But also under serious pressure, you're going to have a hard time getting that out under stress. That's for sure. That is for sure. And people, I, I know I'm generalizing. It's okay. We do that a lot. But, but if you don't want to take a concealed carry class because eight hours is too long, how confident am I really that you're going to be training with that gun? Exactly. And, and you're you're going to kill somebody out on the street because even though you're open carrying, you still have to draw that gun properly. And that is where most people fail on the draw. Most people do yeah. not know how to draw the gun properly. And Agreed. so. Oh, yeah. I can it. hold a gun straight and shoot a piece like, of paper. Yeah. A piece of paper that's this far away. Yeah. Well, that's when nobody's got 60 rounds opposing you. And, you know. I can just sling lead all day long, you know? <laughs> Tim's got quick reloads, too. <laughs> I do, actually. <laughs> uh, the problem is, mo- when you don't train, you're going to miss your first three shots on target because you're going to bowl. And you guys know what I'm talking about, and most of you young people out there know what I'm talking about when I'm talking about bowling and you're drawing your holster. You're going to, if you're not drawing that gun properly, you're going to bowl and you're going to miss your first three shots and kill innocent civilians out there. Mm. Guys, thank you very much for listening to the podcast. Tim, thank you again for, uh, for coming on. And would you like to plug your uh, Cornered Hill? Yes. So www.cornerdhillft.com, C-O-R-N-E-R-E-D-H-I-L-L-F-T.com. Uh, check us out. We've got a lot of classes we teach. Uh, if you're looking for instructor classes, Go to the NRA site, look for instructor classes. We are located in 
the lovely foothills of North Carolina, and we teach out of Hudson, and we do our shooting up on the mountain, and so uh, it's a beautiful range up there. It right. is definitely a beautiful range. I always enjoy going up there and shooting with you. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it's always a fun time with Tim. No, that was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I thoroughly enjoy every time we have Tim on. This has been the fourth time, right? The fourth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fourth episode. Yeah, I think Tim is someone very like-minded to me in the idea of open carry. It's always very interesting to uh, see like-minded people from very different backgrounds. Yeah. That's true. All right, guys, uh, be sure to rate and review the podcast. Uh, Kylie's wasn't able to kind of be here for this part. So please rate and review our podcast. That would be really, really helpful. Uh, we would really, really appreciate that. Uh, I will not say. plays all of Kylie's pleases with really. Really, yeah. I was going to say I will not play, say please as many times as she normally says it. So, yeah, anyway. All right, guys, so we'll see you in the next one. I guess 108, right? 108. Yes. 108. Okay. Bye.